Hello, Tome Show listeners. This is Sam Dillon, and I just wanted to give a slight intro for this episode. This episode is being released in June 2021, but it was recorded in December 2020. And we talk a lot about the state of the pandemic and the state of our lives at that time. And I just wanted to let you know that it might feel like a time capsule or seem a little bit out of place because we are now in the summer of 2021. But just keep in mind that COVID is still a real threat to us all. And I want you all to stay safe because we love our listeners and we want you to be with us for a very long time. This episode of the Tome is brought to you by AwesomeDice.com. It's the most awesome place on the internet to get dice. And by listeners like you, thanks for using our affiliate links to shop at Amazon and DMs Guild at thetomeshow.com or for supporting us as patrons at patreon.com slash thetomeshow. Welcome to Fit for D&D, the Tome Show's fitness show. It is, what month is this now? December of 2020? Oh, Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly. Uh, this is our monthly check-in on fitness, uh, inspired by the D&D fitness hashtag. Tracy, Sam, and I sort of check in, talk about how we're doing with our fitness goals, and then dig into some topic, interview, whatever else might come up that's helpful for us. This week, this week, this month, this episode, here we go. Um You'd think, I just use the same script every time. You'd think I'd have caught the fact that it says week and it's not a weekly show, but whatever. Uh, anyway, this episode we are discussing uh, surviving the holidays, I guess both generally and while also uh, trying to keep up our, with our fitness goals. So, look, if you're going to roll dice, you're going to need precision. AwesomeDice.com has sharp edge dice for a fraction of the price of other such precision dice sellers. Chill out, my man. Oh, hello, Bard. Please, share your bardic inspiration about dice. Yeah, I've got bardic inspiration dice. It's this totally mellow cannabis-themed set with smoky interior, exclusively available at awesomedice.com. I see. Well... Precision, Bardic Inspiration, or one of countless other unique dice sets. It seems you can get it all at the most awesome dice company on the internet, awesomedice.com. And don't forget to let him know, the Tome Show sent you, dudes. Uh, I believe I mentioned Tracy and Sam. You're, they're both here with me. Tracy and Sam, how you doing? Just silent, silently sit there. I, I am. Me on the I'm screen. doing well. <laughs> We're trying to be polite to each other, and uh, you're both insisting goes. the other person goes first. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm. I am barely surviving the uh, the holiday season. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I. I don't think I had input on what our topic was. <laughs> I'm not sure I should be considered like enough expert. Oh no, we have, I don't think any of us are claiming any expertise on this. We're all supporting each other trying to figure out how the heck we're going to get through it. 
yes. In fact, it is. It is. Um, we talked a little bit about on the stream before we started the recording, but it is. It is this issue of the holidays that is at least partially to blame for the fact that it's been. We missed at least a month uh, of recordings. Um, I can't remember. Did we record in October? The last episode was, with, was the was the one with James uh, Intercasso. Yep. And I don't remember if was that was that, October. Uh, um, I'm going to tell you right now. We'll find out. It was September. Oh, wow. So yeah. we've, so we're a couple um, months behind. Um, well, so this technically is supposed to be the November episode because it's early December. And so we talk about the month previous and how right. we're going to. Well, we but have we apparently have, but it's later we can, now. In we can December. talk all the way back through uh, October now, I guess October, September, <laughs> all the stuff we uh, missed. Right? Whatever. <laughs> We're going to talk about how our fall has been going. Yes. How has your autumn? How has been? your autumn been? Yes. <laughs> I thought we both went to the exact same line. Uh, we have no guest this time around. It was originally supposed to be recorded. A couple weeks ago, um, but life was such that that didn't work out, and it didn't happen in November time because the holidays were crazy, and and pandemic happens, and Sam and I are dealing with craziness with um, teaching as best we can these days, uh, and then the semester's ending, and Tracy's dealing with uh, family health issues and all kinds of stuff going on so needless to say we're late if you've been wondering where the heck we have been um that's that's sort of the gist so we have no guest um this time around because i think there's enough to for the three of us to just chat and check in and see how we're doing and then move on does that sound fair sure sounds fair to me all right <clears throat> so should we talk about our topic first or should we talk about our our individual sort of goals and and progress first. Who has a preference? I do not have a preference, but I think it's all going to meld together I because probably. I think, yeah, part part of my discussion about my health for the past two months will include how the hell are we surviving this? The holidays. So. Okay, so maybe yeah. we just go through each other one at a time. Um, sure. And then we make sure to also talk about this holiday. How do how do we get through <laughs> the holiday sort of issue? And I think there's, I think there's two things um, going on with the holidays in terms of survival because there's both the the physical and mental drain of just getting through the holidays piece. Mm -hmm. um, there's getting through the mental and physical drain of the holidays during a pandemic piece. And then there's also the how do we continue our fitness journey and our, our goals and, and making progress while also dealing with just life in a pandemic during the holidays. Does all of that sound sort of in the vein of what, we're, what would be helpful? Sure. Sure. All right. So who wants to start us off? I think you should start, Jeff, because I feel like you go last every time. <laughs> okay, fine. I will start. <laughs> um, my last three months have been interesting in terms of my goals. I've still I managed to get myself back up to running three days a week, uh, which was my goal. 
um, after uh, the beginning of the semester sort of slump and having difficulty getting that in, I, I definitely got back into the three times a week routine and that was a great success. Um, it started to cool down around here uh, as we got into September, October, uh, and I found that my my running speed suddenly magically started getting faster uh, when I wasn't doing it in, in sweltering heat. Um, and so it was amazing how much of a difference that made. Um, and I also noticed probably, well, it's probably been going on for several months before all of that, but, but I know I had complained about how running sometimes I had sort of this hip pain along with it that I'm, I sort of had chalked up to I'm, I'm overweight and I'm not used to running and my muscles and bones are, aren't where they should be. And, and I'm also, you know, getting older and what have you. Right. Um, and then I slowly noticed it was always consistently worse after running for a day or two. And then I noticed it wasn't just my hip, but it was also sort of towards the front of my gut, if you will, uh, in the hip region. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was describing it to some folks, um, and they're like, oh, well, it sounds like you might have an incisional hernia. Because it's right around where my old appendix scar was from back in the day. And, there, and mm. I think it was Brandis, actually, uh, who talk mm -hmm. show fans would know, uh, had mentioned, oh, yeah, uh, or somebody had mentioned, like, uh, you know, I remember I had, a, like, a lump and it felt like, uh, you know, a golf ball uh, in there or whatever. Um, and I'm like, well, there's no lump. It's just sort of sore. And, and painful a little bit after I run for a while. No big deal. And then literally within three days, I started to feel a lump. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and now it's like consistently sore and it gets much worse when I run. And so I've, I've had to just – I don't want it to get worse. I already have a doctor's appointment, but it's not until January. So I don't want it to get significantly worse at, by running. Um, so I have for the last almost a month probably now, I've completely cut out the running and I'm, I'm still doing the distance. I'm still doing the times. Um, but I'm, I'm just walking in hopes of to not exacerbate whatever's going on any worse. I, I already had a well visit planned for the doctor in January. I didn't want to have to pay for an extra visit, um, when right. I was already going in and it's something I can hopefully live with. So. Uh, so yeah, so that's um, I've like I said I've still been using Zombies Run, so I'm consistently you know my pace is uh, sadly my pace when I'm walking is only a couple minutes slower than my pace when I'm running, <laughs> but yeah. it is what it is. Um, but so my pace is a little slower, but I'm still putting in the same amount of distance, uh, and I'm still trying to go walking at least three times a week um, when possible. This week, my, it's actually been a little bit extra sore earlier in the week, so I, I've, I'm probably only going to get into this week. But um, all in all, I think I'm doing about as well as I can be doing, considering. So I think that's me. Um, and in terms of the holidays, um, I don't know. Um, there's a degree to which the holidays are going to be a little bit rougher because we're not doing our typical stuff um 
because we're not visiting family and we're not going to see, you know, you know, people aren't taking time off uh, and what have you, um, like they would be normally. At least my wife, Megan, she's not taking time off. Um, and, and yet at the same time, I'm off way more because we started our semester earlier and we finished our semester earlier. Um, so I'm, I mean, I've already been off for two weeks now. Um, so yeah, so, so that's, all going to be weird and different at the same time there's almost a in terms of mental health there's almost a calmness to that like i don't have to stress about being in my parents household with 30 other people and the craziness uh that that involves um i don't have to have the extra stress of being crammed into tight quarters with people that i have very strong philosophical, moral, and political uh, <laughs> positions from uh, in an election year after the election uh, um, at that time. So all, all of that stress is sort of not there. Um, now, so did you travel for Thanksgiving? We didn't, no. Uh, okay. we, we had had an invitation to, to go and visit my sister and her family. They just moved to Ohio recently. Um, and we haven't seen their house. They haven't been to us yet, mm-hmm. whatever. And then we decided at the in the last few weeks before, maybe even a month or so before, to not travel. Uh, and we decided, and, and, and even that was low stress. We we ordered food instead of making food from a local small business. Figured we can support mm-hmm. them and have a nice low stress holiday for us. It's one of those things where you pick it up the day before. You just stick it in the in the oven for a few hour, or an hour right. or so. Uh, nice easy um, Thanksgiving that way. So. So yeah, uh, and then my other issue is, you know, even just walking, uh, I live in a neighborhood with no sidewalks. There are, mm. There's no sidewalks anywhere uh, around here. And so I'll be curious to see how I do, not over the holidays, but as we get into the winter and the roads are all icy and snowy, um, keeping up with walking, uh, although walking would be easy, will be easier, I imagine, to keep up than running would have been on ice and snow. So, so yeah, that's, I guess that's sort of where I'm at. Tracy. Do you want, do you want to talk about woodworking? I can. Uh, woodworking has been one of the pandemic hobbies that I started with my youngest son. Um, he's been, he was kind of interested in it like a year ago. And so, um, my sister-in-law and her partner, got him a bunch of tools and a little toolbox that he got to build that was all like pretty cut out um he he's a my my sister-in-law's partner is a is a woodworker by trade and so he had pretty cut out everything else made it real nice and um so then they put it together and and then we kind of ignored it for a few months and then the pandemic hit and we're like well we need stuff to do <laughs> so i started doing that with him <laughs> Uh, as sort of just a regular – it's a chance for him and I to, to work on something together, but it's also a decent like check-in. You know, He and I get to sort of talk to each other and, and do that. But we're also uh, – you know, the first thing we made was like a little s- step up that we put under the window that was you know measured to be the right height to just go right up to the window. And then we put the dog bed on it so the dog can lay in his bed at the window height. And, lo- and mm-hmm. look out or be in the sun or whatever. And that was the first thing we built. And we built a dice tower and tray that came out really well. And now we're building little cubbies to put into the closet to, to store 
hats and, and gloves and all that kind of stuff in. And he wants to build a nightstand. So we bought the lumber for that uh, a couple weeks ago. So that's, you know, just every day. We, you know, we're not very serious about it. We're not very good at it. We don't even have most, I mean, we only have like two power tools. Uh, we have a drill and, and a circular saw. We don't even have a table saw. Um, but we, we, you know, we get by and, um, yeah. So that's something we, we do. And sometimes it goes well and sometimes it doesn't. Um, so, but it gives him, it gives him at least an outlet when, when things aren't going well, it gives him a place Mm -hmm. and an outlet where he can be mad and angry and yell at me and whatever. And we're sort of out just the two of us, uh, and he can sort of get that out and then get him, you know, centered back together and, and then Mm -hmm. rejoin the rest of the family and the rest of society and all that. Um, so it's also good to sort of have him learn the habit of doing something constructive literally and figuratively in this case when he's angry rather than let it bottle up or feel anxiety because he's it's building up and he doesn't have an outlet or something like that you know like just knowing that you know hey you know when i grew up you know, I would go do woodworking with my dad and I could just I could get everything out and there were no hard feelings. And we built this thing. And so I have these memories attached to building yeah. these chintzy little like, you know, we weren't even good at it. And yet here here it is. We have this thing that that's really awesome. Yeah. Really yeah. Awesome. I, haven't, I haven't even thought of it that way, because uh, t- and typically when we go out and, and and are doing that and something happens, um you know, the work stops and we just sort of sit in our lawn chairs at the, at the workbench and talk through it and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that is an, it's an interesting strategy to consider. Like, Hey, you're not, you're not happy right now. You're angry. Let, let's go out and, mm-hmm. and hammer something or saw something, you know, right. get it, get, yeah. see if that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, um, I I was the kid, so uh, me and my brother, I was the kid who went out and did all the woodworking and the working on the car and doing all that stuff with my dad. My brother never did any of that. He was stuck in his room with his nose in a book, right? Um, but as a result, he didn't really have any kind of activity that allowed him to get anxiety out. And so mm. he just let stuff bottle up. And so he's just one of those people. Things bottle up, things bottle up. And then when when they when they get when it gets too full, right, then he has to act out right. to to fix it. But in this case, because he's such a kind of reserved person, the act out ends up him hurting himself because he punched a wall or right. you know, you know what I mean? Because he doesn't want he's not a violent person, so he doesn't want to like hit someone so he goes for the pillow or the wall or the brick or the whatever and ends up hurting himself um, because he was he never had the opportunity to learn strategies. I mean, he doesn't do it now. He's 50. But, you know, when in the teenage years, he didn't he didn't already have those strategies built up from when he was younger. So it had nowhere to go. Right. You know. Yeah. No, I, I've um, and that's that's a great a great thing for us to sort of talk about and consider as well. Um, I I. Part of my goal, I, I've gotten to the point where I'm enjoying it, doing it with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think our yeah. best, our the best thing we've built is the dice tower that we put together. It's really nice; yeah. <laughs> like it came together yeah, yeah, really yeah. well. <laughs> There's a few things I would do differently, but for the most part, it, it worked out really well, and it looks nice. Yeah, um, the tray especially, the tray is fantastic. But um, 
but yeah, no, I'm, I mean, part of my goal, besides I've come to just sort of enjoy it, uh, is it gives me an opportunity to do things with him. Uh, and I right, think right. oftentimes he feels less connected. He's the youngest, you know, so, um, you know, we don't have the same conversations with, with him that we have with his brother. And, um, right. you know, um, and now and now, you know, he also has picked up like. Um, miniature painting with me, so we'll do that sometimes, and, mm-hmm. and that's another mm-hmm. hobby I didn't, I, I never did before the pandemic. That was early on. We started doing that. Uh, the oldest was the first one to start painting, but then he dropped off it real quick and never really had an interest in going back mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. He's got a, he's a, he's a crafty kid, and he likes to do a lot of things. He started. Uh, my wife and he, and he just last week started learning how to knit. Uh, neither one mm. of them has ever knitted before, but they're yeah they're doing that together. And so, uh, and he's he likes all that kind of stuff, right? So, or at least he does. Yeah, some, he does he does sometimes, and then sometimes he doesn't, yeah. and he doesn't do it for a long time. But well, you know, he's that, a human being. That's, that's right? the nature I mean, of being <laughs> kid, uh, right? And, and yeah. human, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I haven't picked up the paints in, in probably two months, so yeah. 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 Nice. And the other reason I brought up the woodworking is that it is physical activity mm-hmm. as you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Espe- especially often... especially because we don't have power tools. Um, right. Because exactly. right. I, I saw the picture with the chisel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're they're gonna feel that. Yeah. yeah. No. And and those those <laughs> those boards for those are for the cubbies. Uh, and those boards don't fit together nearly as nicely as the things I see on YouTube or that I watched mm-hmm. to learn how to do it. <laughs> but right, <laughs> but they, but they're using routers or table saws with dado blades, you know, to to do that. Or they're using hand tools, but they've been like this. That was the hundred and fiftieth time they've done it. <laughs> so um, right. you know, I'm going to be pretty happy with it, and it's going to be functional. Uh, we're we're paint. We're done with the construction now. Now we're painting. Um, so. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think those were there last time we did a fit. Uh, sorry for the people who are going to listen to this on audio. I have wall shelves. <laughs> oh, that yeah, I put nice. up. Uh, I stained them and stuff like that too. So that's the other reason I was like kind of interested in how the wood wood stuff was doing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, cool. We, we. I have my my game shelf area i have two bookshelves over there and it's a mess and it's a disaster and they're not they're just sort of a mishmash of stuff and i've considered like building something there but i don't think we're good enough that i would be happy with anything we would build uh but then i saw i think it was those you that you have up in the upper left of your head there tracy i saw those that you have uh that are just sort of the built-ins and i'm like why am i talking about building a fancy bookshelf like we could do we could do that we could just hang sort of the the mounted into the wall shelves mm-hmm. Um, yeah. now, now I just got to convince my wife to to let me do it. So, and what's nice about these is that they um, act as natural bookends too for right. the books, so they're not going to all fall over if I take a bunch of books down. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's cool. So that is partially what I've been doing. I am basically just on pause for anything that might be considered traditional fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. The thing that happened in September is my mom developed sepsis. I don't know if we've talked about it on here. I know I've talked about it a few other places, but she had sepsis. She developed these uh, abscesses that became wounds that required wound care. And so basically ever since, I think near the beginning of October, I've had to go over to my mom's house every day uh, and help pack the wounds. Uh, 
which is better now than it was. It's not um, always a pleasant thing to do. Uh, so that's been a heavy burden and just makes it hard to do everything else because I'm still working full time. We still have Freddie. You know, he's sometimes at home because we have a pandemic going on. That means that sometimes it's not safe to send them to school or if he has any sort of sniffles or anything like that, we obviously have to keep him back just in case. We've gone through a few different COVID tests with people in here. They've all come back negative. Uh, But it's just, it's a lot. It's all the typical pandemic stuff, plus worrying not only about getting sick about like my own health, but I'm the only person in my family that can help my mom. Um, but it also means we can't isolate from each other. So we kind of have to be one big household, even though technically we live in two houses, uh, sort of thing. So that's a lot to, to go on. And the pandemic is not easy on people. I'm more introverted, but not everyone in my family is. And it's really hard on people who really miss that human people connection. And particularly when you have to count, like, I am at increased risk. Like I have mm-hmm. a bunch of the comorbidities. So does my parents and my brother. So it's a lot to, to deal with. So I, 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 I have, I have discussed and found and heard, um, that it's also difficult the other way around that. Like, um, you know, my, my wife and I love each other very much, but we're not used to being around each other this much. And it can be, that can be hard too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I'm kinda lucky too because I'm an introvert and my wife's an introvert. And so we both have that we're not it's not, you know, as Fred said in the in the in the chat, it's crushing if you're an extrovert. Like it's crushing to be separate. It's it's very mentally taxing to be separated. I don't have that particular but the other day I basically was like I, I had a game. I ran a game last night, and I had missed my Sunday game because I was sick on Sunday. I just had a headache and stuff, and um, so I hadn't gamed in like three weeks or something. Because those various series of events kept me from gaming, and I've gotten used to gaming about two, three times a month, uh, and it's what I it's what keeps m- me busy, right? Um, and I sort of stopped and thought about it, and I thought, wow, I kind of miss people. And I thought to myself, holy crap, that's possibly the first time in my adult life when I've actually said I kind of miss people because mm. I don't like people. I don't I don't <laughs> I, I, I like people just fine. I don't want to be around them all the time. Like I'm just I'm just an introvert. I'm fine like seeing people online, seeing my coworkers, you know, occasionally and you know, I'm of course I'm home all day with my wife and so like you know, but I, I'm just not a crowd person. So I'm fine being around just a few people. But even to get to the point where I'm saying, Ooh, I miss people, I miss some people like being around that's that is a pretty i mean it's you know uh, my wife and i have not been to a restaurant in nine and a half months we haven't been to any store other than a grocery store in nine and a half months i haven't been to the building where i work in four months now i worked over the summer so i i i had time where i didn't have to go to work in in march i didn't go to the building but then in the summer i I worked twice a week. So like, but even then I only saw like two people. So it's been a really long time. It's been long enough for me to appreciate the person at the grocery store that we sort of all, you know, we're all there masked up and, you know, 
bundled up and we're right. kind of nodding as thank you for being a human alive in my space. Yeah. It's Don't gonna, get too it's, close. It was <laughs> as much as it was a risk. Um, my, my institution went face to face most, mostly. And all my classes were face to face. They were all on the same day. And so I just pop in on those days and stay mm-hmm. away from people and, and wear my mask and whatever. But it was a game changer in terms of mental health you know, my wife and I got our separate time again. Um, you know, and I got to see people other than the three members of my other members of my family. You know, um, uh, if if only just for a little bit each of those days. But um, that and that that's that was huge. And 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 our students actually were really good. So the safety thing actually went really well. We started to have a particularly troublesome spike right at the tail end. And then I think we just sort of hung on to get through finals and then go home. Um, but right. it was a risk. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Tracy, we kind of took over. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, there's all of that stuff going on. We haven't quite done the same level that you have, Sam, but we try to do things that were more outside because, mm-hmm. you know, got to balance everything. And then the thing that kills me right now, or I know I'm saying that, is – it's Christmas. It's holiday season. I want to buy gifts. I don't necessarily want to go to the stores to buy gifts, but everything is so much slower mm-hmm. with deliveries at a time when I have less time to actually think ahead and get things. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's like fun and interesting that I'll have to figure out. Uh, but yeah. And then, and then now as you guys are talking about the spikes are happening Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been having happening in our in the county that I'm in, and so it's so with my mom's thing in particular, there suddenly became this pressure one that I don't get sick, so I don't I can't help her, and then the other one is is her doctor's office going to close again because it could happen, and while having the wound care doctor look at her is an important and necessary thing. If it's too risky, then they'll just say, keep doing everything at home and we'll do a virtual visit, <laughs> which doesn't help if, like, so it's just, it's like, and then, like, yeah. one of her doctors, her um, endocrinologist actually got COVID. We found out today that the doctor that had been coming, because my dad's been uh, home-ridden, like, he can't go out anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doctor, the reason he had kept canceling, he also had gotten COVID. So it's just like, I. so that's why I'm just on pause. Uh, let this, I will find creative and useful ways to deal with stress, like painting. And then we'll go back to it when we, when I can. And I'll just try to start making better decisions and not do as much comfort food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. Um, I mean, I, I don't know that. I would be able to survive it right now if I had a little toddler running around my house. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I really don't because the awesome thing about my wife and I, because we're both, because we are both introverts and she right. works from home anyway, normally, even before the pandemic. So she already had a routine, right? So at first when I was working from home, I was kind of almost impinging on her routine because all of a sudden she felt like, oh, I need to check on Sam and see if he needs lunch. And I, we had to get into a rhythm where it was like, okay, either I'm going to tell you don't worry about me, just work your normal day like you would, or 
uh, you're going to come every day and we're going to have lunch together and we need to make that the path. Like we had, we had a little negotiation we kind of had to do and figure out what was best for both of us, you know, so we could both stay productive and, you know, whatever. Um, but if we had a toddler thrown into the mix or, or an elderly parent or something, I, I mean, I'm like, there have been times these past nine months when both of us kind of look at each other and we're like, we're barely holding on. Are you okay? Like, can we just hold on for one night and then tomorrow we'll talk again? Like, like just to like understand, Hey, this is right. This, this is just not okay, but we need to live till tomorrow. So let's just, you know, let's just live till tomorrow and kind of take it literally almost hour by hour because the mental health strain is so rough sometimes. And it's just, I, I don't even like many respects for you that have kids because I don't like, and I, I talk to Brandis a lot, you know, you know, Brandis and he has a couple little kids around and it's, you know, he's, he's giving similar stories to what everybody that I know who has a little kid at home. It's like, you know, and I'm, I'm a college professor, so I deal with young people, but not kids. Not kids and right. I'm like, some of them are, I mean, like, so I teach anatomy and physiology, so I'm teaching people that want to go into the health professions. And the, the fact of the matter is most of them already work in the health professions, but at a lower level than a nurse. So they're in and out of the hospital for their jobs all the time and putting themselves in danger every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm supposed to be over here, some authority teaching them the knowledge they need to go be a nurse. And I'm like, you know, hey. it's, it's so lopsided and backwards and broken right now that it's just really hard to deal with. And I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do it if I had a, a, a toddler hanging around. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't turn out well for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there definitely have been days where it's, so we're trying to get routines. And the other thing I'm trying to do is get uh, more of his toys settled so that it's mm. self, he can do it all on his, his own. Cause uh, the big pain point currently sometimes is just the constant need for help. And it's not his fault. It's our fault for not setting him up for success in a lot of ways. Uh, and the routines really help because then he knows when to expect certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been like the hardest part is just between, you know, having to keep him home from school because like he had a fever for a little while or right after Thanksgiving, we didn't trust that people weren't going to go visit their families. So we just said, we'll, we'll keep him home. Uh, and then add on top of it, the constantly changing landscape with my mom. Cause it was like, I talked about the wound care part, but she was in the hospital for a good week before that. And that meant I had to go every day and, and visit her. And I don't mean to say it like I had to like, isn't it was a huge no, obligation yeah. that I didn't want to do, but the reality is I had to go see her every day. It yeah. takes time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like not being able to set that routine is really super, super hard, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really hard. And I like so my brother uh, has two toddlers. And uh and he he lives in Sweden. So talking about the gift thing, my wife and I are early shoppers. So we would normally shop between February and July for Christmas stuff, right? Well, guess what? Between February and July this year, <laughs> nothing, right? But 
we can order things online and kind of our families kind of basically we got together and we all just kind of said we don't have any really young kids in the family except for my brother's two toddlers so let's just not buy gifts right now like this year is just just going to be a card exchange and just well wishes it's the thought that counts we don't want to have to worry about whether somebody's home to get a package they have to sign for or any of that stuff and so um and that's kind of it. And and you know, my brother lives in Sweden, so it's not like we were going to send him anything anyway. I mean, we we send stuff, but it usually that takes forever because he's in Sweden. And so you know, and and it's a different kind of deal because there's you know value added tax and different tariffs and all that kind of stuff. So normally we we get you know we do gifting differently with that with with him and his family. And but for us, we just kind of said, okay, well, we're just not going to get we're not going to get gifts. Like we're just you know. And all the adults in my family kind of have what they need anyway. There's not like something where, you know, somebody needs something. So we should all band together and get this really awesome gift that would be helpful to We would do that if we could, but it's just not a necessary thing. So, but it's still been stressful because like I said, like we're usually by November 1st, packing up everything and sending it out and wrapping gifts and, you know, right. nothing this year. I mean, it's just so oppressive. The, the. You know, and, and I got to be honest with all the spikes going around, you know, we went to the grocery store on Monday. And, or was it, uh, when, anyway, earlier this week, we went to the grocery store. And I, uh, leaving my house that morning, I was kind of like, I'm kind of scared to go to the grocery store right now because it's spiking right now all around us. And I had read the night before in the newspaper that basically the hospital that we would go to has no beds. They're treating people in the hallways, you know? Um, God. Okay. I mean, I, I'm scared. I don't want to get sick and have to go to the hospital. And, you know, I just, it's, it's just oppressive that, that sort of hanging over all of us, right. Is just so, mentally jarring right and, and you know and, and 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 of course you get it like if you go out there's a good odds are you won't get it if you do get it there's a good chance it won't be serious enough to go to the hospital but but if if it does if it is serious and you do have to go right. to the hospital and there's no room for you what happens you know right um yeah and one of the things for me is that I have a very good friend from college uh, with me to honor at my wedding, works in uh, nursing homes. So they've lost a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> and and so it's just it's just like, wow, okay. And um, and they ended up recently also getting it. So it's mm. very <laughs> It's very omnipresent in my life right now, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. as it is for many people. But uh, but yeah, and so going to the gift thing, I sent this really awkward text to uh, my sister-in-law, who married Fred's brother, because I was like, okay, so normally this time of year, everyone wants the list for me. I don't even know if I should make a list. Do you want a list? Like, are we even doing this? Because I know we can't go to Massachusetts. Like, yeah. yeah. What do you... But at the same time, like, because there is Freddie, like, mm-hmm. do you want Freddie's list? Like, at least do that part. She's like, well, yeah, I'll take a list, particularly Freddie's, and I'll talk <laughs> to the other family to see what we're going to do. Because it's just, it's like, I I felt weird even writing it down. It's like, mm-hmm. 
we have pretty much everything we really need. Uh, and I don't, and I know for like, at least some of that part of the family, the thing is going out and getting things. So I definitely don't want to make them feel like they have to go out and get things. Yeah. I think everybody in our family is, is all, everybody's shopping online and shipping it direct to the other people. Like we're still doing all the normal gift exchange stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be weird, um, and you know. And in fact, if I was a little distracted earlier while Sam was was talking about stuff, it's because my wife is upstairs shopping right now and needed my opinion about something. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean it's 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 funny, but you know, we in 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 the culture that I that I grew up in, at least my family. I'm going to say my family culture because I know that you know there's a lot of people that don't do it this way, but you know we. You know, the holidays and, – and I talked about this a little bit when we had James on last time. But, you know, there's a big food culture around the holidays and there's a big gift-giving culture around the holidays. And even though, you know, the thing that makes it so special actually is that we were not well off when I was little. Like we didn't – you know, we, we just weren't well off. And so when you would get a gift, it would be something special, right? Because it was special to get a gift when you knew that people basically – couldn't afford things, you know? Um, and so, so that it forms a, a, a camaraderie with, uh, within and among the family members because we're not well off. So it's really, you know, it's, it's really important for us to show things around that holiday with gifts. Right. And there's the whole milieu with Santa and the kids get gifts from Santa and from the adults. And, you know, there's just, it's a lot of family time and a lot of gift giving and a lot of food. And none of that is present this year. Right. Um, we, uh, Carol and I chose not to travel for Thanksgiving and, and we chose not to travel for Christmas we thought we might travel for Christmas, and then it started spiking. So we said, right. "All right, well, that's that's done." Um, and you know, that's really just to keep my in-laws safe and to keep us safe. Because you know, I mean, I would hate for I would hate for us to travel to see my in-laws. And my mom is a plane ride away, and we're not thinking about getting on a plane. But my in-laws are in the same state, but they're four hours away. Um, and so to travel four hours, and if if something were to happen to one of them, and one of them were to get sick because we carried something unknowingly, or we, you know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't even like say how that would make me feel. Like I would be so devastated. Right. Because we just we got we got selfish and we decided we wanted to have Christmas, you know, like it's just not we just so so we're so we're not doing really doing a Christmas. I mean, we're doing it with each other. We put lights on a tree out front and, you know, we'll exchange little gifts with each other. But we're not really, you know, we'll call and text our family members and we'll video chat. And and that's kind of, you know, it's it's certainly going to go down as, you know, the the covid years. And I use that plurally on purpose because I think next year is probably not going to be as good as people think it is going to be. But um, the holidays during the COVID years are going to transform into something that I don't think any of us expected or are happy about. Yeah. (laughs) All of that. (laughs) Um. 
So, I mean, not to, I didn't mean to turn this into a depression fest, no, but, well, uh, but the, I, the reality of it is that all of that sort of, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a thinker and I say, that, and it sounds weird. I, I'm not saying that other people don't think, but I'm one of those people who, if I lay down at night and I'm not tired enough to actually just go to mm-hmm. sleep within five or 10 minutes, I will literally lay there for an hour mm-hmm. and just think. Yep. And I don't want to get up because I don't want to then that'll just start the next like four hours. I'll be totally awake and I won't be able to sleep at all. And just maybe, maybe if I just lay here and I try to relax, then I'll go to. No, no. You know, you know what my uh, because I'm I'm similar uh, in terms of how I go to sleep. And my solution for the last oh, it's been several many years now um, Mm -hmm. uh, since I started reading my comics on the iPad. My solution is. I read comics before bed. That's pretty much the only time I read comics uh, is right before bed. And I read comics before bed and I just sort of – when as soon as Megan goes to sleep, I start reading because it's on its own screen. It's not keeping her up. I don't have the light, lights on right. or whatever um, as much as they tell you not to be staring at your devices yeah, yeah. right before bed. But, but it works for me, right? Uh, and yep. so I, I read comics before bed uh, before I go to sleep and I just sort of keep reading until I start nodding off. Like as soon as I, I like kind of – close my eyes and then realize, oh, my eyes have been closed a really long time. Where was I? You know, then I'm like, okay, that's my clear hue. Plug it in, turn it off, go to sleep. You know, that, and it, and it usually works pretty well for me uh, in terms of getting to sleep. Now, sometimes it means, you know, I'm going to sleep and falling asleep at 1030. And sometimes it means I'm falling asleep at 1115. But, but at least when I'm going to sleep, I fall asleep pretty quickly. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that has. I don't know if that's you know good advice at all, but it works for me. <laughs> so. Yeah, I uh, I my strategy is stay up until I'm so tired I know that when I lay down I'll be asleep within 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Sometimes that means I'm up until three o'clock in the morning, and sometimes at one o'clock I'm tired. <laughs> So, you know, pre-pandemic, I would still stay up till midnight or sometimes one o'clock. But when I went to bed, it was like, okay, I'm really tired and I got to get up early because I've got so much to do. And now it's like, okay, I'm staying up even though I'm not necessarily being productive because I know if I go lay down, I'm just not going to go to sleep. Right. So that's – it's just a different, you know. So you might, as well, you might as well stay up and edit podcasts. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing <laughs> is I can't I – can't, so the th- it's funny you say that about comic books because the thing is I, I I tried doing things like that like oh reading before bed or something but if I read to try to lull myself into a comfortableness so that I fall asleep then I train myself to get tired when I'm reading and I can't mm-hmm. I can't do that because I read a lot for work oh sure and so you I know I know comic books are a little bit different right like because there's a lot of visual imagery and so you're you're looking at more than just words but like for me I can't do any kind of reading to go to sleep because then I, and I've done it before and I've had to break myself. Oh man, I can't read before, you know, if I'm trying to sleep because I get that. Uh, I remember when, when, um, when I think it was when Emrys was a baby, um, my youngest, um, I, I wanted to have something, you know, those nights when you're up with them in the middle of the night, uh, and you're just Mm. trying to comfort them and get them back to sleep and whatever. I I needed something to listen to, that would engage me just enough to not fall asleep mm-hmm. in the nursery but right. uh, and keep me somewhat engaged or, or mm-hmm. entertained or whatever. 
um, but not so engaged that I wouldn't be able to like instantly fall back to sleep, right? And so mm-hmm. I started listening to the um, oh, it's the it's from the the How Stuff Works mm-hmm. group of podcasts, but I think mm-hmm, it was, the, it, was mm-hmm. the, it was like the stuff you didn't learn in history class, right? Because I'm a, oh right, I'm a, I'm a history guy, yeah. right? And, and then after he got to a point where he was sleeping normally uh, and I didn't need that anymore, I'm like, all right, great. Well, these are nice little short history podcasts. Uh, they're kind of interesting. I can get back into those uh, uh, for fun now, not just in yeah. the middle of the night. And every time I turned it on, it'd be like, oh, just the theme song hits me. It's like it's like Pavlov's uh, bell, you know. Right, <laughs> as, yeah. soon as, as soon as I hear it, it's like, oh, <laughs> bedtime. So... <laughs> Maybe I should start listening yeah. to that before bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so as a result, I'm kind of like Tracy. I, I've kind of almost put fitness on the back burner. It's not that I don't think about it. It's that I think about it and then mm-hmm. I end up getting like, I'm like a squirrel. Oh, I got to go do that. Oh, I got to go do that. Oh, I got to go do that. And and then all of a sudden there's no time or it get, it gets dark earlier now so I don't want to go outside in the dark and try to walk around because I don't want to be unsafe and mm-hmm. you know it's just there's always an excuse right so I'm you know the thing is like you had bikes at one point this, too didn't you say that again did you do the bikes were you doing the bikes we at still one have point? them um, it's just you know like I said there's there's an there's an excuse element to it too right like there's uh, almost this sort of, uh, um, yeah. there's this certain ignition energy I need to hit to be able to go get on that bike and do the daily exercise. Right. And I haven't been able to hit it lately because I'm so worn out and so overstressed <clears throat> and so tired all the time and so busy. I'm hoping that now that this, this is the last week of school for me, so it's finals and put grades in and deal with all that stuff. I'm hoping that I can get back to a more kind of regular schedule that I could meet the requirements that I set for myself and actually do some sort of exercise every day mm-hmm. in a traditional exercise sense, right? Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. It, some of that is just the intention that I that, – like the first – still because I am not – it's not ingrained in me yet – I when when I get too busy, the first thing that goes is that that time well, I was going to exercise. Right. No, and and and, and it's so hard because because like you get into this mindset to do it and you force it to be part of your routine. But as soon as you give yourself permission or something comes up to to take take a, a day off or whatever, it becomes so hard. Or I guess it becomes really easy to sort of just fall into the momentum of not doing it again. Uh, it's so hard to sort of keep that up. I tell you, I, I did. I forgot to mention this during my uh, my opening, but um, last time we recorded, I guess it was September. Um, we stumbled on a strategy that I've been using to get me motivated, and it's been working really well. Um, and that's the that. I, I really enjoy the Dresden Files books, um, and okay. I ha- and I had three of them that I hadn't listened to yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so last September when we met, I somebody came up with the idea that like I just shouldn't listen to them unless I'm exercising, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. and and it's worked because like now it's like. I only get to listen to these books I really like three times a week, but I better at least listen to them those three times. Like I better get out there and get walking because I got to find out what the heck's going to happen. And, 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 uh, you know, and and different people like there, even like 
I don't know. Have either of you read the Dresden Files books? I've read the first three about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, something like that. Yeah. And, and, and Tracy, have you? I think like one or two. I, I don't remember. Yeah. So here, here's my here's my take. Like everybody, or a lot of people, were talking about how great the Dresden Files books were, uh, you know, uh, all over the social media and whatever. So I'm like, all right, fine, I'll check it out. And I mm-hmm. I listened to the first one. I'm like, all right, I get it. That was kind of kind of all right. Whatever, no big deal. But people really like it. I'll keep, you know, it was fine, and, and I'm getting them for free through the library. I'll just sort of keep going through. And it, and the first three were just kind of okay. And mm-hmm. then. At around book four or five, it's like, oh, these are pretty good. And then you get to like book eight and it's like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And I can't stop listening, right? Well, so, so is is that – so I considered the first three like a good beach reading, right? Like mm-hmm. they're so like airy and easy to read. You yes. could sit on a beach and read it and it's just very relaxing and – and and that and that's good. That's if that's the no, that's absolutely. what I need to be doing at that time, right? It's but what do, I call but, it's what I call popcorn reading. Yeah, yeah. It's so do they get better easy. because the writing gets better, or because the story is so good now it's dragging you into the entire world? Yeah. So like, the writing is it's still light. It's still really easy to read. Like one of my favorite scenes in in I'm in the last the most recent book now, uh, and and they're you know the city of Chicago is gearing up for war. Uh, and one of my favorite scenes was when um, Harry, the main character, um, calls on his allies and sends out Major General Toot Toot of the fairies and his hundreds of thousands of fairy legions in armor <laughs> to go out into the city to fight and, and stop the apocalypse because they have to save the pizza shops because the, the fairies <laughs> really like pizza, right? Um, <laughs> They call, they call Harry the Zaw Lord because he always used pizza to, to lure them in, to summon them in, yeah. and whatever. Uh, and, and like, it's like it's fun situations like that. Uh, but yeah. but it, it, it's light. It's, it's airy. It's easy to read. But like it's gotten serious. Like and there's some big yeah. deal. Like he has gotten himself mixed up in really big things and it's complex and it all weaves together. And, uh, and yet at the same time, like I don't feel like – like some of our, our book club books, I don't feel like I have to – listen and re-listen and make sure I caught every little nuance of whatever was going on to follow along and know what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. It's still sort of, it's it's kind of turned into popcorn reading, but with like some heft, you know, yeah. it's got something going on to, to, to really sink your teeth into. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but it really, that, that's what motivates me is that I'm, in, I've, I'm down to the last book now, but like big stuff is going on. Like, Somebody just showed up and kicked Queen Mab of uh, you know the Queen of Air and Darkness through a building. Like, who the heck is that? And what are we gonna like? That's that's what's gonna happen, right? right? I gotta find out. <laughs> so, so I, I force myself to go out and, and and walk at least three times a week most weeks. Um, you know, so I can figure out what the heck is gonna happen in these stories. Uh, but that's been that's been huge for me. That that strategy that we yeah. stumbled upon last time we chatted um, has been great for my motivation because like mm-hmm. there are days you know like I said I, I think I have this her- incisional hernia thing going on or whatever like there are days it's kind of sore and I just don't want to have to I don't want to go out and do something right but right but then I'm like yeah but I got to get to the next couple chapters and figure out what's going on <laughs> and I grab the dog and we go for a three mile walk you know. Yeah. It reminds me of um, of Ready Player One. Did you read Ready Player One? I did. So in Ready Player One, there's that one part where he gets the cool new rig, 
but he realizes he's like can barely fit into the suit and so he sets he sets up his login so that it forces him to do 30 minutes of exercise before it oh. lets him log into the oasis and at first he just bitches about it incessantly like it's horrible the first two or three weeks or something but then mm-hmm. his body kind of gets used to it and he and he starts he, he does even more rigorous workout and then and so then he sort of gets more into shape and it was because he could literally could not log in if he didn't do the exercise first and it tracked how much exercise he was doing and how much, you know, he was eating and all that kind of stuff. And it set parameters for him so that he couldn't access his most beloved thing in the world that he needed to experience until he, you know, did that. So that's kind of what, what it reminds me of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so that's a good idea. I should probably – for me, I'm a schedule person. Mm-hmm. So really what I need to do is I need to set up for myself a schedule that isn't too rigid but that put that puts that exercise time in my schedule in a spot that I am the least likely to – Set it aside. Deprioritize it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's going to be tricky for me next semester because I, yeah. I'm I'm picking up uh, a coworker's class. She's going on sabbatical, uh, and as a result, I'm teaching four days a week instead of the mm-hmm. two days a week that I was doing this last semester. So, two, yeah. I'm teaching two days a week, I've got three days a week. I can go out on walks in the morning, or yeah. run in the morning, or whatever. Um, I so. teach five days a week, Jeff. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you bastard. You only had to teach two days a week. But no. Yeah, but that's because I do all my classes on one day. Yeah, I, know. So. <laughs> I know. I'm just making fun of you. I know. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we'll see, see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, we are. No, it's hard. It's hard because you always have something, right? You always have something yeah. that has to get done. So. Yep. So and, and, when you're unpacking, you can both have something that has to get done and it will be some amount of exercise. Mm-hmm. So you just have to move. Okay. Where am I going to move to? <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question right there. <laughs> closer. Closer. Yeah, even closer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, Maybe. It kind of depends. I just moved here like a year and a half ago. Yep. Well, you know what you have to do, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Be happy with where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out yeah. without moving. <laughs> um, okay, I, we we've chatted. Surprisingly, we have managed to talk for almost an hour. Um, that is that is shocking. Uh, so, I, but what I don't think what any of us did was talk about sort of our goals for the next month. I, uh, the hope is that we get together again. In in what do we do? We normally do early in the month. Um, so early, I was. Either late or early, right? Either late in the month and then we talk about that month that we're still in or yeah. early the following month and then we talk about the previous month. Is what I, that's what I have in my head. So that may not actually be what we had set out to do. But that's I think we've I, been doing – I don't know. I, don't, I think I don't we started know. with one and then it switched to the other one and then I don't know. <laughs> so um, wherever we're at. And some of it might come down to if we want to get a guest on or, or figure out a book to read or whatever. It might – yeah. come down yeah. to, to when they can schedule things too. In any case, we'll be talking in January uh, and that'll be a good sort of opportunity um, for me to check in before my semester starts because uh, my semester starts at the beginning of February. 
Um, although okay. I have to do some stuff because student teachers are starting earlier. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so but so I think we need to set our goals. Who wants to tell us what their goal are, is going forward into January? It sounds like Sam's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I, my goal has not changed because I did not meet my goal. Uh, so, um, and and the and I didn't meet it for for reasons unrelated to how difficult it is to meet. I just didn't meet my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it should it should be a an achievable goal, and I did not achieve it. So I'm going to keep it. And that goal is, uh, I want to do Tai Chi at least three times a week, and I want to ride my bike at least three times a week. So I want to do some form of exercise six days of a week, even if it's a half, half hour is, is the time I'm shooting for. Mm -hmm. If I end up doing 45 minutes or an hour, that's great, but that's not what's, you know, I've been doing half hour. So we'll see how that works. Yeah. Half hour would actually be fantastic. I I find that right now I'm getting in my walks easy enough, but like in the more on the days when I'm walking like today, Mm I, I get ready in the morning. I eat my breakfast. I get the, my my youngest ready. I get him to school. By the time I come back, I get my shoes on and, and whatever, and I get out walking. Get the dog ready. Put his little sweater on. It's super cute. Um, I, I and, and within we walk three miles, and it takes an hour or so. By the time I get back, get showered, um, mm-hmm. and, and get ready for the day. It's already like almost ten o'clock. Almost every time I do yeah. it, and, and now I feel right. like I've I've killed uh, the entire morning. Um, right. So it's right. it's half an hour would would I fit in probably a lot mm-hmm. easier. Nine thirty yeah. is such a different time than ten. Like, well, seriously. you say that like you're being you know sarcastic, but it really no is no I'm you're, I'm not you know, yeah. no absolutely. <laughs> Nine thirty is a completely different time than ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, what yeah. are your goals? Uh, so I think my goal is to focus on reducing stress and self-care until my mom's better because that time will then become something I can use to meet other goals. It's just very difficult right now mm. to find the, the time to do too much else and then to keep on packing. <laughs> See, this is where you, yeah. you, you really need older kids. Uh, you know, every time we had yes. a break, I, I gave my, my kids chores. And one of their chores was you have to unpack a box every day. Mm-hmm. And, and this last summer, they finally unpacked all the boxes. And it's the first time we've had all of our boxes unpacked since we've, since we've been married. Uh, it's, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the many reasons my child has to keep getting older. Yes. <laughs> You're <laughs> Perfect. Do you have specific strategies you're using to sort of maintain your your de-stressing and your mental health? Um, So a lot of it is watching YouTube videos where people are doing things like making furniture and stuff like that. That's just – it's relaxing to watch. Mm -hmm. And maybe someday in the future when I have more time, I can actually practice it for real. And that would also itself be stress relieving. Uh, Sorry for the noise. Uh, I'm painting – so this is just a Crayola tin. Uh, I painted it with a bunch of paint during while we were recording, uh, and just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully, I'm really looking forward to the spring 
so I need some time. I'm also taking a week off uh, between Christmas and New Year's, so I'll actually have a little breathing time then. Because right now I feel like I'm just like in a marathon that's a sprint, like a marathon-length mm-hmm. sprint. Uh, so hopefully I'll have some time to breathe during that week. Um, and then in spring we can do gardening and stuff. Nice. Uh, so just yeah. looking forward to that and be outside and hopefully numbers will go back down. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so for myself, I, I want to maintain my three times a week uh, walk, run, if I'm able to start doing that again. Who knows? I don't know. Um, as I understand it, I've never had a hernia before, but if that's in fact what I have, uh, my understanding is that the only way to fix it is surgery, and I don't know if that's an option right now um, because, uh, I mean, uh, our governor just announced no no emergent, no, nothing but emergency uh, mm-hmm. procedures in hospitals uh, at the moment because of our COVID numbers. Right. Uh, so yeah. that may not, I might just have to live with this thing for a few months and see what happens. Um, so, so there's that. So I might just be walking, but, but I'm trying to be physically active at least three times a week uh, towards my mental health. Um, my goal, and uh, at least for the next month as and I'm doing this cause I'm, I've got this long, almost summer break in the middle of the winter. Um, is I've tried to set up my days in such a way that every day I, I'm doing some uh, – I'm setting aside time for cleaning. I'm set aside, setting aside some time for work and I'm setting aside, aside some time for play. Um, so every day I do, I'm doing a little bit of those three things. Uh, I've been using – somebody on, on Twitter had mentioned this app called Sweepy and I've been using that to help me with the cleaning which has actually been really nice. You set you, you set specific tasks, cleaning tasks per room and mention and, and schedule like how often it needs to be done. And so then I can just sort of pop in and say, okay, prior, you know, sort it and prioritize for me. What, what needs to be done today? What's falling behind? And, and then I, mm. some of it's little things like, oh, go clean the TV in the living room. We, I haven't done that in three years. Um, you know, so, so you go do that, right? And, and it takes five minutes, but at least I'm doing something, right? I'm, I'm making progress and all of those things every day. Uh, and so I think that's been good for my mental health. It adds a little bit of routine uh, as well during this time when I'm at home and I'm not teaching at the moment. So, Oh, oh and the other thing I'm, I'm working on, I didn't mention this before and I, and I thought of it earlier, um, that that my youngest is... Uh, we we talk a lot about him around here. Uh, my youngest, my youngest has been a nail biter f- since he was like six. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it started off with just fingers in his mouth all the time, and then it's turned into in the last year or so biting his nails a lot. And and uh, and I know the the habit well because I've been a nail biter since I was about six, uh, and it's been particularly bad. And so he and I have been working on not doing that and breaking that habit. And we've been using that that weird tasting clear nail polish stuff uh, with the very clear caveat or or understanding with him uh, because my parents tried that with me when I was young and I just sort of got used to it and kept doing what I was doing. Right. Um, So we've, we've talked a lot about how the goal is not to have this weird tasting stuff be like, Ooh, that's gross. Stop putting my fingers in my mouth, but be like, Oh, my fingers are in my mouth and I'm acutely aware of it because there's that flavor, right? And then I have to exert my willpower to stop. Uh, and I've, I've been really good. Like my nails are 
I don't know if people in the video can see my nails aren't long and I've trimmed them, but I haven't trimmed my nails. I haven't used nail clippers in, I don't know, 40 years and I'm 41. <laughs> so uh, it's been <laughs> forever, right? Uh, so I feel like I've made some progress and I've, I've made progress like this before. Uh, but that's a health issue as well, uh, you know, because if you've got your fingers in your mouth all the time, you pick up all kinds of stuff, as I'm sure Sam mm-hmm. knows. So, so I'm. That's another thing I'm working on. I'm going to try to get through the next month and not do any nail biting. Uh, and and I and I really didn't plan on doing it for myself. It was more of just like, you know, hey, we're going to try this strategy for you. Do you want me to do it with you, sort of in solidarity? And so I've been doing it with him, just in solidarity. And it, I, I think I'm doing better than he is. He's 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 doing okay, but he's not. He's struggling sometimes. So, yeah. Well, you know, young person's impulse control is a little bit harder to. Yep for them to wrap their heads around, you know? Yep, absolutely. So, so yeah, there we are. In fact, we should have put some more on tonight, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. I think we've all got our goals. We've talked through how we've been doing, uh, and, and we did it all in just moments. Like, this was a super short episode, right? <laughs> yeah. Super short, just like you predicted, Jeff. Just like I predicted. You know, I had previously said uh, it could be short because it's just, A, just the three of us. We're not setting aside separate time for the topic. We don't, uh, you know, um, and last time we tried to schedule this, you were both like, well, I can do it, but it's got to be super short. <laughs> so I figured, well, it's just the three of us. If you want it to be super short, that's up to you, right? Don't talk a lot, <laughs> but here we are. Super short. perfect it's short like march yeah march march i I thought it was still march Uh, exactly the longest month the longest march ever all right so I think that's where we're going to call it, uh, and that's sort of where we are for this month. If you have questions for us, you can find the show on Facebook. You can find it on Twitter as at the Tome Show. You can email the Tome Show at gmail.com. You can ask us on any of those places for our Discord link, uh, and we can send that to you where we even have our own D&D fitness channel. Uh, and and you can- if, you, if you have a suggestion for a fitness-related or geeky fitness-related book of some sort for us to review in the next year, early in the next year. Yeah. Please let us know. Yeah, somebody in the in the um, David in the D and D Fitness Channel on Discord it was suggesting that that it helps him if he's reading a fitness related book mm-hmm. to keep that in his mind. Uh, yeah. And, and so we thought it's been a, almost a year since we read the Obesity Code. Maybe it's time to get into another yeah. book. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to reach out to us individually on Twitter, I am at Squatch S Q U A C H Tracy at Sarah Dark Magic with an H and Sam at D M Samuel, not with an H. <laughs> How would you spell Samuel D M Samuel with an H? <laughs> uh, trust me, there's ways. I'm sh- I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is. You know, I don't know uh, why, but. Samuel. Yeah, I don't know why, but every time I type in on the the Tome Show's Twitter account, every time I type in at DMS, it always Mm. either gives me you or Celeste Conowich. And I don't know (laughs) why it would give me (laughs) Celeste Conowich, but it does. Yeah, when when you do that on Twitter, the search algorithm brings up whatever they put in their first line of their bio thing too sometimes so if she wrote dm 
something, something, something then it might. Yeah. Who knows? All right. So that is where we are on our fitness quest today. Please come along and join us as we continue to build up our geekiness and our health. I'm on the wall.